Hey there, this is You Missed My Childhood, the podcast where we take a movie that I've seen in my youth and talk about it with my co-host, who's just watched the movie for the very first time. My name is Jeff, and I'm joined, as always, by Ali Tabibnejad, who really, really knows something about uh, driving too much and uh, being ridiculous about the, how he gets around. <laughs> I, uh, I do drive a lot, and I am enjoying it. I- Weird almost i know right i i like don't want it to be any different almost what i enjoy (laughs) road trips man road trips are fun well yeah are you gonna road trip every day is that how you view this when you wake up at like four o'clock in the morning (laughs) (laughs) five o'clock five okay yeah still yeah i get to listen to music i uh I was going to say I get to think, but I don't really think all that much. It's just uh, music and podcasts. Um. So be, be, before we isolate everyone here with our little inside things, I should mention that you are you uh, commute an insane amount for anyone that hasn't like tuned into last episodes. And how much are you driving per day right now? Four hours. Four hours, yeah. I wonder, you know, we should do a little poll to see, like, is that insane or is that a rational thing for a human to do? Like, is that is that cause for concern or is that just, like, the normal state of American society? I don't think anybody I've ever met has told me, oh, yeah, I uh, commute two hours a day. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, commuters do that. You know, people ride on a subway that long. I know, that right? That seems better. That's insane to me. Yeah, like, my, uh, my immediate boss told me he did that to New York. York from sure. Philly or something. Oh yeah, is that possible? No, it's it's possible. It's it's horrendous, I imagine. But yeah, I think it's possible. But that's better, I guess. You know, in some ways. But I mean, it's not as fun. I get to like play cards. Uh, cards. Cards. You don't play cards while you drive. <laughs> no, it's like a video. No, game. it's not cool. You, you can't do that shit. Pass cars. You know, go really fast, and you get to like fiddle with the heat. And your your toes get really warm if you point the heat at them. It's uh, it's fun. I mean, since we're talking about planes, trains, and automobiles, most of what I was going to talk about was just giving you shit for being a distracted driver and, <laughs> and <laughs> being careless. So <laughs> I have done some really bad things while driving, but I don't do them anymore. Do you still text while you drive? No. That's no, good. Exactly. That's like number one yeah. thing I've stopped. I But I remember I was Facebooking um, <laughs> while driving. Jesus Christ, why? There's no reason for this. <laughs> I know <It's>, <laughs> there isn't. <laughs> and like I, uh, there was something I went over. I don't know exactly what it was, but um, I was like, whoa, I'm up in the air, kind of, and I should stop doing this. Um, okay, oh, wait, well, I'm up in the air, kind of. Okay, this is, a, for one thing, this is a confession <laughs> now, so this is recorded evidence. Yes. For another right, thing, you shouldn't right. be up in the air ever while you're driving, so if you're up in the air, it's not, oh, I should stop. I should, yeah, it's, why, why am I up in the air? So you mean like you hit a big bump? Right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you, like, killed something. No, what? How is that the same thing? I, <laughs> I mean, it could have been a like a bump-shaped human on the side oh of the road, God. but uh, <laughs> I highly doubt it was wearing asphalt-colored. Uh, I guess it could have been jeans. It, it, could, it could not have been an animal. No. Oh, okay. Okay. So no. you just had like an indentation in the road. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. And an animal would have like made a thud sound. You know? <laughs> so you think? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, how you been? I'm glad you like your commute. I kind of, um, I don't know. It boggles my mind. I don't get it. I, and I also feel really fancy when I 
pull into Atlanta, I'm like, oh yeah, I am like in a major fucking metropolitan city going to work. That's me. Well, yeah. Imagine how fancy you feel like going in there. <laughs> imagine if you just live there. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> so like, all right, bye. Be best. Good night, everyone. I'm going home to Warner Robins. <laughs> I highly, highly doubt they started this when I uh, started working there. But they always say a prayer before leaving um, at the place, like a communal prayer uh, about everybody getting safe. Whoa, to, like to Jesus? Is that legal? Is that legal? I don't know. Like it's a faith-based organization. Oh, it is. Okay, okay. I guess so. Yeah. Sort of, kind yeah, of. I, I guess think. so. But I'll tell you a funny thing that happened today at work. Mm. Uh, but I will I will never disclose where I work because I love my boss and I'm I'm going to be loyal to him. Um, but today, my immediate boss, who you know basically works in the same office and has been there longer, gets a call from the main boss, and um, he's like, "No," um, to the phone, and then asks me, "Hey, do you have a lighter?" I'm like, "Yeah." It's like, yeah, would oh. Um, beep would like one. <laughs> I mean, you're editing, yeah. Put in all the beeps you want. Right. <laughs> and so I uh, go into his office. I'm like, "What? What you lighting?" He's like, "Medicine." And would you close the door? Oh, you asked that, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I closed the door, and he's like, "Oh, I meant like you leave as well." <laughs> so I left, and about like 20 minutes later, the entire suite smells like weed. Wow. <laughs> I know, right? That's the main boss man? <laughs> That's the main boss man, yeah. Jesus Christ, how come we didn't like go outside? I know, I know. Like, uh, yeah, my uh, my boss went and told him, like, hey, it really stinks everywhere. And <laughs> he showed up with a with air freshener. <laughs> What? Does okay. it really smell? I'm like, of course very, it does. I'm very confused by this. So it sounds like this is the kind of behavior of someone that would do this every day, but it sounds like he doesn't do that because he doesn't have a lighter. <laughs> and then this is the first day where your your office just reeks right. like weed all day long. So <laughs> what's this guy doing, man? <laughs> I don't know, but like he specifically told us he would not uh, test for marijuana. And uh, uh -huh. he didn't to begin with uh but he did tell us you can't be caught high at work um so i don't know weird i don't know weird yeah the person who was really excited or i guess not excited uh, by the new policy stopped working there like right away after that very first meeting well, so the person that wasn't excited uh, but not testing for weed uh no the person who was excited or I guess voiced disappointment about uh, when not being able to be high at work. Exactly. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I would never want to be high at work. I feel like I could be high at this work, and uh, but I've been high like in so many situations. I can probably be high like flying yeah. in a plane. When you got high, oh my god! <laughs> 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 Thankfully, I think that's one of the few jobs that, like, I, I'm like, okay, they drug test, maybe they should. Right, right. Yeah, you you were the kind of guy that when you got high, you just like that was just like I'm high, man. <laughs> it's just like right, all day like, long. It was like, no, this is just me. I'm yeah. just high, kind of, but I'm not yeah. high because I'm high all the time. Right. That's yeah, literally, that's very true. Like I would be high for the first half an hour, and then it's like. <laughs> Boo, I just need this to uh, to be normal. Yeah, now. whereas I was always like, oh, okay, it's like Friday, it's an evening. I'm like going to hang out with friends or something like that. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know, I wish I could get high. Yeah. It's fun. It is It is fun. But yeah. 
but least I like it too sometimes. Much. Yep, I know. I know. It's hard not to. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I picked this movie because it's getting close to Thanksgiving time. It doesn't feel so close right now, but actually we're going to be talking to people right after Thanksgiving. So we have to kind of pretend that we already had it. Um, but, oh. but, but we don't really because, you know, we're, we're, <laughs> we're not at that level. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have like, do you really have plans for Thanksgiving? Do you have a thing that you usually do? No, I usually end up doing whatever is happening around me, I guess, <laughs> which is Thanksgiving. <laughs> mm. So, you know, um, I'm going to do whatever the household here is going to do. Um, I don't remember what we did last year. I feel like we went to like a Golden Corral or some such oh, place. <laughs> what, last year of all years you went to Golden Corral? Maybe it was the year before. I hope that. so, man. Yeah, last year was like the year where like... I, like, didn't leave my house on Thanksgiving. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we went to the Golden Corral <laughs> or the <laughs> year before that. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Um, yeah, I remember eating a lot of ice cream because they have everything. Is that the right restaurant I'm thinking of, They that it's all, like, uh, buffet style? Total, I mean, yeah, the Golden Corral is totally one of those okay. kinds of restaurants okay. for sure. That's the only time I've been to Golden Corral, so... Yeah. Wow. That's I a, a lot of ice cream. I don't know. I was going to say it's kind of disappointing Thanksgiving, but you know, really like American Thanksgiving meals are in their purest essence disappointment. I know, man. The turkey sucks. <laughs> like, Turkey's <it's>, terrible. <laughs> I really thought it was going to be like this amazing thing. No. Like, oh, this big old bird. No. But, uh, no, the bigger, the less less taste well, evidently the the thing is it's not even about the bigger the less taste it's that you cook the whole fucking thing at once which you shouldn't do because oh. it's got a huge chunk of meat in the middle that's going to take forever to cook whereas the legs are just getting burnt and dry <laughs> yeah and you can't really flavor it if it's like that much meat at the same time you know yeah i mean i guess i guess the secret is brining yeah okay and people squirt stuff in there i don't know but no matter what like Last year for Thanksgiving, we did our own Thanksgiving. It was just Nico and I, so we mm. didn't like do anything with anyone else. Usually, we at least have kind of a friendsgiving, but last year we just did it by ourselves, and we had uh, we had Beijing duck or Peking duck for Thanksgiving. That sounds much better than turkey. It's a thousand times better than turkey. <laughs> I I never want to have turkey again. Nice, don't. Um, yeah, I will, but I mean, <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm invited to your Thanksgiving, whoever's listening Thanksgiving party, I will have your turkey, but yeah. I am on. I don't know. I think as a society, we can at least kind of agree that turkey's not that great. Yeah, I would uh, I would promote that thought. I, my mother was the first one who clued me into, into the fact that turkey is not that great, and I was like, you're right. I thought this was a good thing. For the yeah. longest time, but you're right. Like chicken is so much better. Why don't we have chicken or duck or or duck? Yeah, yeah, or pheasant. I don't know about pheasant so much. I don't <laughs> eat much pheasant, but yeah, duck. <laughs> duck is amazing. Duck is way better, and chicken too. I love chicken. Yeah, and um, oh, what other birds are there that people eat? Um, <laughs> ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> Do people eat ostrich? Yeah, of course. Albatross, quail, uh -huh. Whoa. pigeon. Dove. Pigeon, yeah. Have you had pigeons? Mm, probably in China, although I never like explicitly ordered it. But I, th I definitely saw things that you know. I saw like pigeons in a cage. That I think were for cooking. Mm -hmm. We would, uh, or my brother. I think I've shot like one pigeon all my life, or two of them, with uh, BB guns, and uh, mm. we would eat them. And they were just pretty much all bone, and it was understood that you just like ate the whole thing with all the bones. Because if you 
you just couldn't pick at the meat because it was so little meat. Wait, um, when, you, when you say eat the whole thing with all the bones, you mean like a cartoon cat? Yeah, pretty much. Just like put a, <laughs> all the bones come out. Right. Yeah, I know Americans aren't good at that, man. Yeah. yeah, in China, people are like are super talented with that, and I. I, the first time I ate a fish, I was like choking in the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, "Oh, eat some rice. Uh, drink, drink some vinegar. That's gonna help." Um, oh. I don't know. Just keep coughing, I guess. <laughs> drink vinegar. <laughs> yeah, all these what? remedies for like choking on the fish bone. Oh, crazy. I mean, not really choking, but you know, just getting caught in your throat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hmm. You mean like the the little? I, technically, fish probably don't have bone, do they? I don't what? Know. <laughs> yes, they call do. it something else. Like it's the um, no fish are, fish are vertebrates. <laughs> are they? Yes. No, they're they not. They have like a spine and stuff. They're like the definition of not vertebrae. No, that'd be like a that'd be like a worm. Oh, fine. Didn't you? You went to med school. <laughs> I didn't they teach you about <laughs> humans there. I, I faked my way through high school. <laughs> I'm pretty sure fishes are they, they have bones. <laughs> this is a fact that we can like No, you yes, call them this is the they have tear in Farsi. Tear means like um, blade. They have blades. Mm. Yeah, I I I think there could be a different word for them, but okay. in English there is not. So you're going are you going to uh, do a friendsgiving this time? Mm, I don't know, man. The plan's not really there. And I kind of fell in love with just having like a holiday with Nico where we just like had a one super lazy day where we just like oh. ate food and played video games and maybe watched a movie or something like that. Nice. Yeah. I, but that sounds wonderful. It really was, man. Yeah. Like I had like the nicest Thanksgiving, the nicest Christmas in a while just because there was no pressure. It just was like a day where you can just completely relax in a way where you don't really yeah. have the feeling like you, you can do that so often. And Thanksgiving is nestled between a bunch of days off, so it's like the height of not having to do anything. Oh, um, what do you mean nestled? It's I. I mean, I have one day off. Oh, you're right. I. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you talking I've been, about? Are you I've back in, in school? Are you back in school? Life, yeah. Okay. Right. Yes. <laughs> Turns out when you're not in school, you don't get holidays anymore. I guess not. Yeah, we got to be like Neil. We got to be like rushing out at like 5 p.m. to catch a flight to make it home. Right. To right. our families. So he started his journey on Tuesday night, do we know? Yeah, it's kind of confusing, isn't it? The timeline, you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, has to, it has to be Tuesday night because I think they said there's like, no, actually, maybe it's even a Monday. No, it doesn't make any sense. It must be a Tuesday. Okay. I know that he I didn't think. change his underwear, you know, <laughs> yeah. from Tuesday on. Yeah. <laughs> But who knows if he had a change of clothes with him that first night in, uh, what was it, Rain Rainbow Inn? No, Dearborn Oh, Inn? that shitty motel? Right, right. The first motel. I don't remember the name of it. I yeah. mean, you know, I guess there's a reason why Dell was doing his laundry in the sink. <laughs> was there? What? I mean, like, wait, why? Oh, I see. As opposed to like a hotel that has laundry? available yeah i guess so i guess so but then yeah the whole thing is is um did, did why did he not change his clothes for that long he was staying in hotels every night did he lose his luggage oh i uh, didn't seem like he had yeah so why did he not I change his think, underwear he's just a gross guy uh well he was planning on being home right that's probably why 
Oh, so you don't bring any underwear. Okay, yeah, he's just a business guy. Well, right. I'm confused. I mean, like, does he, like, live in the city he was at in originally? Like, well, was he... He's no, he was not going to commute from Chicago to New York every day. Right, but was it a, just a business meeting? Oh, good point. I mean, did he have, like, a business conference there just before Thanksgiving, or does he, is he just always there? And that's where I, he works, yeah, and he lives like, in Chicago. For some reason, I assumed that... Uh, and I assumed, so I, I really don't know, but that... He worked in New York, mm-hmm. and I guess weekends and holidays, he went home to Chicago. I mean, you would assume that, because that's where the movie's going to, but yeah, yeah, man, that sucks. Right? That does suck. And this is like one of those movies, too, that like, I don't know, it has it has a strange philosophy on work and business and everything, because the moral of it is like, don't work too much, and don't, you know, don't neglect your family, but then at the same time, when he goes into the airplane... They really, really, really have to point out how terrible Coach is and how he's like a, a slug of the earth now that he's in Coach. One of my overarching thoughts about the movie was that uh, the Neil character, uh, Steve Martin character, was ultimately not that likable, not that kind of a guy. No. I mean, he always came around when he would he had done the shittiest stuff, right? Um, right. But at the same time, like he was very uppity, very... Uh, Oh yeah, super judgmental, uppity. you know. Yeah, judgmental and yeah, not not very considerate. Right. I guess that's the whole reason why they had the weird like turnaround at the end that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense otherwise. You're like, holy shit, this this became kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah, it really did. And for the sake of, I guess, his character to do a nice thing, um, it has to be right. I I agree. Yeah, I would have been happier with. Uh, I don't know, uh, the um, Dell character being in a different position and somehow <laughs> taking kindness onto Neil and I, I don't know. Mm. I, I, I was or bummed like, the, when you said depressing. Like, I feel like we should spell it out. Well, he just learned that like Dell was kind of lying the whole, not kind of lying the whole time, but he was just kind of not admitting that he was a single dude that whose wife died eight years ago. And he was homeless, it sounded like. Right. He said, (laughs) I don't have a home. I know. (laughs) It's like, why are you in Chicago then? Why did you leave New York? Like, what the hell? Why? uh... Did did you notice when Dell was on the train thinking? Somehow he deduces that this means he doesn't have a wife. I don't really know how quite he deduced that. But I guess one time Dell was saying, I haven't been home for years. Right. And I guess that he took that as literally I haven't been home for years or something. I don't know. He just he just thought that something was cryptic or ominous about it. Yeah. And then he stayed on the train and then somehow came back to wherever Dell was sitting. <laughs> <laughs> right. That train just goes in a circle yeah. Chicago. <laughs> well, just, maybe it does. Yeah. Maybe it's just the L train. I think that might go I around guess, the circle. I guess, yeah, there are some of those. Yeah, aren't there? Yeah. Maybe, but, maybe that's what's uh, happening. Okay. You can forgive a cut that they didn't put in of him getting off a train and going to the other side. You know? <laughs> Give it a break, man. I know, I know. Just for continuity-wise, <laughs> you feel like there, there already is enough cuts of him getting off and going somewhere else. So what's yeah. what's one more in the scheme of this movie? Yeah, and that could have been like the decision moment that was shown instead of not. And I was thinking too, like, you know, the ending is not very uplifting because in the end, like, Dell still doesn't have a family. It's I not know. like they're going to adopt him or anything. <laughs> like, they should have put it in milder terms, like... Like, yeah. I, I live alone, or I live by myself, or I was going to go yeah. to a friend's, uh, but he's not there or something. 
not I don't have a home like Jesus. Yeah, or maybe like my my wife and I are separated, but there's like a beacon of hope at the end where you think they might get back together. Yeah, right. And he was just sitting at the train station, like who knows what, what or why, you know, like if you have a home, just be on your way home. Well, he said he doesn't have a home. So, <laughs> what does that mean? Like, so why did he leave New York? Where was he going in Chicago? <laughs> why? <laughs> it's just. <laughs> I mean, he's gonna go sell some of some shower rings, obviously. Oh, maybe, maybe. And maybe this dude's just okay, just like bounce around in hotels. Hmm. Oh, that. That makes very depressing sense. It does, but then he doesn't have a credit card, right? So then how does he keep on checking into hotels over and over again? Right. Maybe he sold shower curtains to all of them. Uh, um, <laughs> I know. Or, or pass them off as rings. Right. <laughs> rings and earrings. Oh, man, what a strange hustle. I was just trying to imagine yeah. like anyone caring about buying shower curtain rings. <laughs> I guess. I guess that's the joke. I guess so, yeah. He seemed compelling as a used car salesman type salesman. Yeah. It fit in the tone of the film, but yeah, I mean, it, obviously it's ridiculous that... I mean, he's certainly... Those. John Candy, you know, which we've already seen, like, three movies he's been in. Yeah. I guess he's kind of a pretty pretty 80s juggernaut. Mm -hmm. He's a pretty important dude of the 80s. Is he at all still a thing? Oh, he's been dead for a long time. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah, he died when I was still a child. He died when I was, oh. I think, like, 1994 or something like that. Damn, okay. Yeah. Sorry yeah. to hear that. No, so I mean, like, you, you, you equated him to Chris Farley at one point in time, and, like, actually mm. their lives were similar. I mean, I think he was, like, 40-ish, whereas Chris Farley oh, was still ouch. in his 20s. But, yeah, they still they still died young. Wow, yeah. That's my age. It's your age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. I was going to say something earlier about having a midlife crisis. Then I realized that, uh, I mean, not us, but that your boss was <laughs> when he was smoking the weed. Because I was just right, assuming that he's right. older than us, but he probably maybe may is. No, he, even he is not, no. Oh Jesus! Okay, and, <laughs> and and also midlife crisis. We're we're there right now. We would be having I them know, like right, right about now. Yeah. yeah, or be getting over them or something. Yeah. Well, now now is now's the time we get a Corvette. Right. Right. I yeah. You need some money to have a outwardly obvious crisis. <laughs> yeah, <think>. you do. <laughs> or, or or no money at all. Then you have the different kind of outwardly crisis. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we're past that. I don't think we are. <laughs> Mine, I, I'm hoping, is still ahead of me. My midlife, you know, is going to be. Well, I was going to say, 55. yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm going. I still think about midlife as being not. I'm not there yet. Right. Like I'm still wearing a hoodie, so right. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't count it. I don't count my life as half over until I make a movie, like a feature-length movie. But that might be when I'm 60 years old. So, so is, is that what you're holding on to? Because you just don't want like that to, you know, the half life to be like 30. <laughs> you're like, hold on, no, right. no, no, gotta wait a little bit longer. Uh, 30. I mean, 60 is considered young for dying. I guess. Yeah, exactly. So, so you waited. You didn't want to die when you're 60. So you're like, no, right. I better hold no, on if exactly, that's my if that's my halfway exactly. point. That's why I haven't made a movie yet. Because once I do, <laughs> it's all downhill from there. I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, I, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you: Have you had like many travel disasters? There, one jumped to mind, um, but oh yeah, I have had many. Uh, <laughs> now that I think about it, <laughs> okay. I are, like, are any of them fun to hear about? One of them, uh, we were, my friend and I were driving to a Metallica concert in Denver from Missoula, and the car 
like literally started smoking so we kind of stopped driving it and uh i guess the a mechanic told us it was hopeless or it cost way too much so we had a towed and we got a bus ticket back to missoula and um we apparently looked like hobos because when we got to town like security person at bilo or <laughs> or whatever that uh grocery store was at the time told us uh hey you can't <laughs> you can't hang out here <laughs> wow um, yeah maybe you guys were just lurking too much i guess but we definitely looked i mean we had all our belongings which had fit in the car oh, on us yeah now. and i remember there was a two or three year period where like i missed two international flights like in a row um i remember you were part i was part of that one time because you were in berlin and you missed one yeah yeah i missed the flight to berlin uh, right oh there we go okay right yeah i was having a, a great night the night before um <laughs> <laughs> And just woke up too late. Somebody had told me, oh, yeah, there's there's a friend of mine who wants to meet you. And, uh, yeah, I met them and it was everything you would hope, um, you know, someone would want to have to do with you if you meet them. Uh, who's a friend. Is this just a weird way of you saying that you had sex? Yes. it's <laughs> Okay, that was a very strange way of describing <laughs> Right, I, w- I, I was trying to be a gentleman about it. And, <laughs> and then the very <laughs> ideal thing that happens when you meet a new person happened. Right. And it happened Between- <laughs> more than once in the night. <laughs> Between a female and a man, you know, when they meet... A very, or a man very and a man. enticing thing can happen. Oh, yes, you're right. <laughs> a very enticing thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, have I? I feel like I've told the story of losing, like, twenty. Your virginity? Oh, okay. On me, right? Twenty. Oh, yes. You had a story about losing. Yeah, when you came. Well, you almost lost twenty grand. Right, right. And uh, I missed the flight later that day. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got too high in, in Amsterdam, Amsterdam, right? Right, right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh man. So those are my stories. Yeah, I've had like you know that I just know that travel stories aren't very interesting to hear. So I don't. I'm trying to think about if any are like the exception to the rule. But I've had all kinds of things. I've like woken up late. I, I've decided I knew what time a plane left, and then woke up the next morning to realize that oh no, I was like underestimating it by three hours and then missing it. <laughs> oh wow, wow, that's a bummer. Yeah, I think the one time I did that, I was in London trying to get back to France. And for oh, some wow. reason, it actually took me a full 24 hours. I just hung out in Stansted, the airport in London, for 24 hours. I read all of 100 Years of Solitude. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. And I was very, very like anxiously counting my money with each meal I had because London at the time was like insanely expensive and I was really, really, really poor. I went to every country with like exactly enough money to like go to that country, <laughs> but nothing more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, I can go there and go to this hostel. And then that was like about all of my whole budget. So I had to oh. figure out ways to like eat for as cheap as possible <laughs> and not really have any wiggle room for doing anything else. I usually spend money, even if it means like borrowing on credit cards. I'm always like, while in Rome, might as well, you know, enjoy yourself. Probably, thankfully, I didn't have a credit card at this point in time in my life. Right, and that's why I am in like so much credit card debt. Probably. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> and credit card debt happened to me after I was, after I already had it. I mean, credit cards happened to me after I had to pay back my student loans. So I was like, "Fuck, oh, wow. I'm not going to go into debt for this." So I I've, I've made a point to like never be in debt. Nice. 
Nice. Good for you. Well, so I say, just just, just, just wait until anything happens. I'm like, well, <laughs> I guess that has to go in the card now. <laughs> I can't pay that back for five years, so. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to ask you if you recognize the first, uh, the first famous actor that's not the two leads that was in the movie. That's, that's an odd way of saying it. Okay. It was a dude that was waiting for a taxi as well and actually got into a taxi. Oh, it, it was the businessman, the lawyer? Was he famous? Uh, no, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. It was someone else. Oh, yeah. Like somebody, I feel like, looked familiar. And was yeah. it the, the first guy he chased? First or... guy. Yep, exactly. And you just saw him for a second. You didn't, I, don't think, I don't know if he had a line or he had a line where he's like, hey, fuck you or something like that. But <laughs> I know. I don't know who that was. It was uh, Kevin Bacon. Do you know who the Kevin Bacon is? Do I know who Kevin Bacon is? Um, yeah. Yes, he's done commercials where he talks about the seven uh, degrees of him. So, yes. He's done commercials where he's done... Okay, I was going to ask if you knew that game. So, you know that game. I do, I do. But I... I couldn't imagine I, you playing it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, I can't name a movie he's been in, so... Well, yeah, now you have one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you said you seem footloose, right? He's in. He's like the main star in that one. Oh, okay. So, and John Candy that connects him to a bunch of other stuff, mm, right? Not as much as you think, but yeah. I mean, this is this is a connection I never would have thought of until I watched it. I was like, oh, whoa! If I ever play that game again, which I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> right. This this is my ace. Did I say seven degrees? Is it six? It's six. I think it's okay. supposed to be six. Six. Yeah. Okay. There was there was actually there were some like uh, surprising cameos in this in this film. Did you recognize any of the other cameos? Hmm. <laughs> nope, I didn't. Nope. Okay. Nope, nope, Did nope. you recognize the dude that was uh, driving? Well, his name is Doobie. He had Doobie's Taxiola. <laughs> it was a taxi they had. <laughs> that guy is famous. I have no idea who that is. Oh, I mean, that guy's kind of famous. Yeah, we we've seen a movie with him for this podcast, and you would know him from something else for sure as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know who that is. Uh, he played Carl and Billy Madison. Does that help? Um, is it the guy who I think everybody is? And the... no, 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 that, that that's Bradley <laughs> Whitford. It's not. That's it's right. not Bradley that's Whitford. Right. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. no. <laughs> he also okay. So he was Carl and Billy Madison, and Carl's like one of the dad's friends that uh that was kind of okay with Billy. So he was kind of the guy that like was against Bradley Whitford. Yeah, whatever his name was, I can't remember what his name was. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name. And then he plays the garb or the car dump manager in Breaking Bad, I think. Oh, like a much older version of him? Well, I, I mean, <laughs> you know, 30 years yeah, I guess or so. so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. I know who you're talking about now, but I mean, I would not have in a million years connected him to those roles. Okay. Um, anyway, I uh, I thought, okay, but there, there's, there's another cameo that I hope you get. Okay. Um, it was the police officer. Police officer. Uh, when, yeah, when they were pulled over for, <laughs> for driving the car. Yes, um, when they're pulled over for having a car that you see all the time in Montana, actually. Those kind of cars, like half right. my neighbors have a car like that. Uh, I don't know who that is. You don't know who it is. Okay. So he's also an actor that we've seen in a movie we watched for this podcast. That doesn't help. He was a main character. Does that help? Bradley Whitford? No, it's not Bradley Whitford. Bradley Whitford is <laughs> never a main character in anything. Right. <laughs> main characters. Okay. I guess West so Wing, maybe. He's not Adam Sandler. He's not. Yes, it was Adam Sandler. You didn't recognize them? 
<laughs> uh, main character. What movie? Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna bring it way, way back. It's one of the first movies we watched. Is it the Pakistani guy? <laughs> no, it's not. But it's the guy that played opposite of him in Short Circuit Two. Oh, I uh, that was way too long ago. <laughs> okay, but you should know him for something else. That's Michael McKean, and more importantly, recently oh. he plays uh, he plays Charles McGill in Better Call Saul. Oh wow! Well, like he might as well be a different actor. Like that much time passing, they're not the same people anymore. I think after like two decades, you're just you should be considered a separate person because <laughs> your face is just who cares? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so although Steve Martin has looked exactly the same for fifty That's years, right, right? So you're so you're true. already your theory is broken up by the main actor right, in this movie. Right. <laughs> Steve That's Steve Martin's always been sixty somehow. Magical, right? Right. He he looks old even in this movie, as old as he as he does now. Yeah. In, uh, whatever that series is, the murder uh, in the building. Oh yeah, only murder in the buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, he looks exactly the same. Look yeah, and he's probably our age in this movie. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> he must be, right? Uh, I, I mean, doesn't he have white hair in this movie? Yeah, but he just had white hair his whole life. Some people have white hair. It doesn't mean they're so, old. Hmm. Some people go bald. Yeah, I have uh, salt and pepper hair. doesn't mean I'm old. Yeah, well, I mean, I you're guess. 40. <laughs> <laughs> Tell yourself all you want to. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm still 25. <laughs> yeah, okay. not a day older. D- do you want to be? <laughs> no, that's that's the truth. I'm I'm I'm, I'm insecure again, and so much yeah, so much heartache in front of me. <laughs> so much. Oh to boy! Do. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so much to do. Uh, I still feel like that. Like I, I like I was telling you, I look forward to the drive. I actually look forward to the work. I uh, I like my work. I. I was doing, I was making music the other day as part of my work, and I was like literally a little scared that my boss was going to walk in and Damn. be like, uh, you know, what are you doing? But uh, he walked in and I explained what I was doing, and it was like, oh yeah, cool. So you're making music for nothing having to do with your job? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm making like a promo video. and uh, Oh, we just made it sound like you're just fucking around on the <laughs> piano or something. And like, oh, I'm a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, what are you doing? Like, oh, yeah, I'm making a vampire song. Oh, okay. Proceed. Carry on. <laughs> all, the, all the songs I make sound like that. I'm a vampire. <laughs> I like that. No, it's kind of combining us. It's combining your your uh, your lyrical aesthetic with my <laughs> with my oral aesthetic. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's really funny. Um, so, did you recognize a thing we wondered about uh, in uh, also involved a road trip? Um, the other road trip movie. Oh, yeah, oh, oh right? the Magic Fingers. Magic Fingers, exactly. Of course. Yeah. yeah. It seemed so normal in this movie. It's like that's no, how no, you use no. It. I mean, he he was he was masturbating. You didn't notice that? <laughs> he was not. He was. He was. <laughs> Wait, was he? Yeah, yeah, totally. No, you actually, you kind of you kind of saw it like a little bit more than you'd expect. Oh. No, no, no. He was no, he was just getting a massage. <laughs> I thought he was just like, I know reading something, but okay. 
No, he was. He was reading. I think it was like the Mounted Canadian or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like kind of a sexy novel, I think. So magic fingers is a is a massage thing. Yeah, I definitely have. Yeah, I mean, well, it's a massage thing, but also it's like used as like a sexual thing, at least in like movie tropes. I found myself laughing out loud a lot during this movie. Oh, that's um, great. Yeah, I know it was fun, um, and definitely that night. Uh, at the hotel room <laughs> I I love the contrast between Steve Martin being like the irate guy and John Candy being the loud like making all kinds of shenanigans yeah um, the part of me really um, identified with him if there is like a sleepover situation where people are trying to relax like I'm the guy who likes to shut up the last you know I like to keep the night alive making jokes <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, he was hilarious with uh, whatever. Oh yeah, man! Nose. I know <laughs> all those gross noises. Right. Oh man! Yeah, and just always taking off his shoes everywhere he goes, and his socks. <laughs> right, right. I can't relax until I take my shoes off. <laughs> yeah, I take my shoes off while I'm driving. I bet you do. That's not even legal, but I bet you do that. Really? Yeah, I think it's illegal to drive barefoot crazy well i have my socks on mm, i think that's still not legal i think you have <laughs> okay. to have like some kind of shoe on technically weird why I, I guess so like you don't like step on the brake and then hurt your foot and then like take it of your foot off the brake when you need to have it oh. on <laughs> i don't know okay. or maybe your shoe shouldn't like roll under the uh break or something maybe yeah maybe maybe or maybe maybe like i don't know maybe you just need to press hard enough to where it's not gonna be comfortable to press the gas and the brake oh yeah yeah i can see i don't that. know I'm, I'm a rule follower so i don't know i never tried hmm. driving barefoot okay. okay i'm also just a very anxious driver too so yeah, how, do you, how do you relax <laughs> while you're driving you should i don't relax <laughs> when i'm driving no no man <laughs> my shoulders just go up to my ears and then up to my past my neck past my head <laughs> Oh man, I have checked my uh, my blind spot so many times while passing, like more than I should. But like I very nearly uh, actually like hit a car had I not checked again for. Oh my yeah, blind man. Spot. Yeah. Yeah. People that was the reason why I'm supposed to check that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean like I, there wasn't anyone there, and then while I started changing lanes, the guy started changing lanes into the lanes I was changing lanes to from the other lane. Yeah, that yeah. happens all the time. Yeah. Right. Right. Be be more anxious. <laughs> no, it's not. A, I mean, I I'm too anxious. I'm so anxious I don't want to drive. Never. <laughs> like I'm fine if there's no traffic and it's sunny and everything, but if it's dark and it's bad weather, then oh man. So with daylight savings, I went from like driving in the dark <sighs> in the morning to driving in the dark at night. That's the only thing that changed for me. It's like the time of day when I drive in the dark. I know. It's really sad. I was like really excited in the morning. I was like, oh my God, awesome. I get to uh, drive in the light. And then at night, after like half an hour of driving, everything was dark. I'm like, fuck. What do you prefer? Not driving in the dark. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, we should like just shorten our <laughs> fucking shifts in the wintertime. Don't yeah. make people drive in the dark all the right. time. I know. Especially, you know, the ones who commute for two hours. Everything should be, you know... Cater to you. <laughs> <laughs> so every boss should assume that you have to spend two hours right. getting to work every day. So they right. have to like, okay, I know you, I know you have to spend two hours getting to work. So the shift starts at 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. And ends at like six. And then... Six? Well, no. <laughs> and sort of that because you have to spend two hours commuting. True. So like, yeah. And so we're going to end the shift at two o'clock. Yeah, but, but <laughs> I want all the money. Otherwise, like, 
<laughs> I don't make enough money for the gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, you're, you're really balancing that on a razor's edge, aren't right, you? You're like, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First two hours are for gas. Next six hours. <laughs> First. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Two hours of your work days for gas? That's uh, Almost, yeah. yeah. No, man. <laughs> I, I guess, I guess like... <laughs> Two hours of my job is probably like for like rent or like, you know, paying off the house. Wow, you must make a ton of money. Damn. Do you work two hours and you've made <laughs> you've made rent? I mean, if you like divide like how much you spend per day, you know. Oh, per day. Okay. Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> the first, yeah. The first two hours of my mortgage. <laughs> oh man. No, it's like all of my hours is my mortgage, plus I want more. <laughs> but I want to work more. <laughs> Man, I, I was kind of thinking, like, you know, how, how big of a slob Dell is, the John Candy character in the hotel. Like, it must be such a shitty job to be a housekeeper. Have you ever had a job like that? No. Thankfully, I've never had to housekeep. Oh, man. I just, like, empathize so much with, like, what people must do in hotels. Because I think mm, people go into mm -hmm. hotels and they're like, oh, this is the land where I can do whatever exactly. I want oh, to. that's I how I treat it. You do? You're an asshole. Don't, don't no, treat me like mean, that. I don't, like... You I put all the towels on the floor and make them all wet. And then <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I do use towels liberally. Fluids all over the bed. Fluids, definitely, definitely. I mean, that's what you pay for. It's 100 bucks, man. Maybe if you stop leaving fluids all over the bed, it wouldn't be 100 bucks anymore. <laughs> Maybe if we could finally have, like, reasonably priced hotels in this country. I don't know. I, I even pee on the beds when I go to hotels. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the last pee, last pee of the day. You can just do it in bed. You uh, you actually cannot do that because the hotel will come after <laughs> you. I know true, this firsthand. Bro. Yes. Oh, that's right. You have a good story there. Yes. I mean, it wasn't because of me, but I, I know someone that uh, did more than pee in a bed. <laughs> and yeah. I got blamed for it. It wasn't because, me. It, because you had the credit card on file? I don't know if I had a credit card then, but yeah, I had the name on file. Yeah. Damn. Yep. Damn. <laughs> that sucked. Was it too much drinking that? It's a broad Probably. Incident. Yeah, so that's what it seems like. You? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. I I've never had that happen. No, I think, I mean, it's not a normal thing to happen, especially when you're in your early 20s, which is when it happened. But uh, no, I think it, it definitely <laughs> means that like, there's some sort of miscommunication of the body. I guess if your nerves are that relaxed, you know, <laughs> a signal yeah. to wake up goes to the I wrong mean, place. I mean, you know, like next thing you, know. you have this, like, this idea of a very, very old toss pot like an old drunkard that's like pooping and peeing his pants that's true peeing in pants i guess i've seen i've definitely seen that and maybe done have you i don't remember though i don't i've i've peed my bed as an adult like a handful of times you have i have why were, were, were you inebriated at least once or twice but uh i've done it sober too i think Do you just like drink too much water before you go to bed well i used to drink like an insane amount of water and i still kind of do i remember you were like you were like you you're like a water chart and you're like hmm not enough water <laughs> i need five more cups today or else i will not be a human anymore right. so i have to keep my, on like, drinking this water my pee was always like clear and now it's like oh oh i'm, I'm constantly anxious because my pee is never clear anymore i don't know why red bull uh, <laughs> that's tough <laughs> that one there you go <laughs> problem solved and like yeah true it has a weird neon green it does i know it's concerning but then if you ever take just a v, b vitamin then that tends to do the same thing so it's like okay well this stuff is still not good for you but yeah i think it's just the 
Hopefully the B vitamins. It's it's, it's not the uh, uranium. <laughs> Plutonium. Right. Man, the name of this movie, it's hard to remember. Like, getting the order right, you know? I looked for this huh. under trains, planes, and automobiles and didn't find it in my uncle's collection. Oh. And I was really happy to find that it was called Planes and Trains and Automobiles, and... Uh, but I still didn't find it in this collection. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> I had this elaborate plan that I would get to make fun of the name and like say other things like, I don't know, motorcycles, spaceships, and chariots. Um, not remembering the name, but uh, it doesn't sound like we refer to the movie that we are talking about all that much while we were talking about it we so. don't usually do that yeah i think i made a point to like at least right. mention this one by name at some point but yeah we usually just kind of leave it up to the listener to <laughs> read the title <laughs> of know. the podcast <laughs> right, and, and right. also expect that we're going to briefly touch upon it so we're going to be like oh yeah right. this has john candy and <laughs> steve martin they they right. do some things you won't know what they yeah. do if you listen to this podcast <laughs> came up with i guess 13 different ways of travel here in the movie including chariots no to uh for the for the alternate titles oh you know like yachts rafts and mule buggies or horses hearses and snowmobiles wow i like horses hearses and snowmobiles <laughs> you do okay. i don't know yeah i just uh, actually, actually painted a like it could be, it could be a story there the first one i didn't hear a story but yeah this one i'm like <laughs> All right, what's what's going on there? How did that happen? Right. <laughs> oh, I want to ask you, like, does Iran have much of a train infrastructure? Uh, it really didn't feel like it did when I was growing up, but I think they have either expanded it or people have started using it. Um, like, my uh, sister lives in a central city, as in geographically speaking, central. Um, Versus and, uh, <laughs> what other way? <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess Tehran is pretty central to economics and... Oh, okay, okay. Know, politics <laughs> right, of <Iran>. okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about directions first, I think. So, yeah. Okay, right, geographically, right. So, yep. Fair enough. Geographically centered. Yeah, and so my parents uh, and I, I guess, have always taken the train there hmm. when they go. And it's... Pretty nice, you know. I love trains. It takes, yeah, me too. Me too. I wish I could travel on them more. Yeah, man. It's it's. I think that if you talk to enough people, people do actually like trains. So we just need to like get everyone to, I don't know, have a general strike and stop driving, <laughs> and then we can have trains yeah. again in this country. Right, right. I was a little bummed that the train uh, section of this was basically a non-section it was just like a montage of yeah you're on the train and the train breaks down it's it's like, true oh, it was wah. accurate though how like the big the biggest city they were in they, they couldn't actually get the train from there they had to go to some like podunk town yeah what was up with that that's actually how trains work man what the heck why i know i used to take trains back to minnesota all the time and so you know from from missoula where i live right now you have to you have to drive up to hmm. whitefish whitefish is not close that's right it's like yeah and it's smaller it's smaller yeah. for sure and it's also further away from other large cities so it doesn't really make any sense at all it's just like oh this is the line we have uh who cares we're, i mean 
We're gonna like yeah. serve like fifty thousand more people <laughs> if we dip down. I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. And the op- and the and the t- leaving times are like not good either. So you like leave at seven o'clock in the morning, which sounds fine until you like don't live in Whitefish and you live like two and a half hours away, right? Forever wow. long Missoula is. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the town you get into is Staples. Man, that train station is like. It's a horror movie. It's a, it's amazing that it's open. It's just like a bunch of like scattered <laughs> papers why? everywhere and broken windows. And you're like, this place is, this is a functioning station. And this is in a little, little town called Staples that's like 40 miles outside of Brainerd. And it makes no sense at all why this is the Amtrak station for central Minnesota. Huh. I guess the only place that makes sense maybe is New York. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, there, there are like, you know, Major cities have a train station, but like mid-sized cities, they largely don't. And it's just, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. There's no investment. That's mostly yeah. why. There's just no investment and no like, no, not much political powers moving towards trains either. Which is, I guess, strange because it seems like it moves towards infrastructure, <laughs> all the money and the power. Yeah. But uh, not with trains. No, apparently. not with trains. Maybe, they, they, yeah, maybe the car companies are more powerful. Mm, I think it helps. Yeah, I think they're also like, well, we've put all this money into the roads. I mean, let's uh, keep driving, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. We can't just ditch these roads. These cost a lot. Why would you, yeah, go a cheaper way where you don't hurt the environment as much? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think, too, that, like, you know, trains were traditionally too slow to be... Uh, functional for most of the U.S., but now, but you know, in China, there's bullet trains everywhere. In Japan, of course, France, oh, wow. you, you know, you can go like 200 miles an hour in a train. And we have no such thing anywhere here, or do we? Maybe in California, in like two cities or something. A high speed? No, I don't think there's any high speed trains. I don't think there's any high speed trains in the U.S. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that. I've told you this several times in person, and it's not very fun to talk about. But there's a reason why. All Thanksgivings are kind of sad for me. Oh. Um, do you know why? There's a reason why all Thanksgivings are kind of sad for you. Uh, your birthday is right around Thanksgiving. Right. And uh, since I've lived most of my life uh, in uh, academia, <laughs> I guess maybe <laughs> yeah. it's better now. Yeah. It used to be that like all of my friends uh, like would go to be with their families and I would be left alone. And I would have no immediate family to go to hmm. Thanksgiving to, and it would be my birthday, and I would be alone. You wouldn't do Friendsgivings? I would go to Friendsgivings, but it would be about this stupid holiday, not about me. Oh, so you just it didn't satisfy your narcissism enough. You're like, no, me! <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean... Right. Me. It's my birthday, not freaking some bullshit holiday I walked into when I was 17. <laughs> yeah, especially as a younger person I, I definitely um, was very thankful I didn't have a birthday around Christmas or any of those big holidays. Yeah, because uh, you get to double, double dip. You get to dip, not uh, double dip? That whole <laughs> dipping thing is not working out for me. I, I, I feel like one time I was very, very young and I was like, I told my mom, I was like, I wish my birthday was on Christmas and she was like, promise me you will never say that again. <laughs> Really? No, I mean, not really, but you know. Oh. <laughs> and then my brother's birthday is like a week after Christmas, and I was like, oh, yeah, his birthday sucks. Oh. He get kind of, he get, he gets like the remnants of Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Like he gets like Christmas's hangover. <laughs> right. Oh, that is a bummer. Yeah. You still celebrate for him, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always something. It just was like, 
Okay, yeah, you, you definitely can tell that like everyone's energy is spent and the money is spent too, and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> we already gave you Christmas. Presents. Yeah, yeah, totally. Get yeah. over it. <laughs> yeah, half the number like they're like kind of joined up. She was like, okay, this is a bigger Christmas present, but then you get nothing for your birthday or something like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, not quite, but you know. Oh, I don't know. Most normal adults get more than one present on Christmas. Most normal adults get more than one present on Christmas? Do they not? From their families or what? Um, I, I feel like the older I get, the less I get any kind of presents. That's true. That's tr that's true. I don't know what happened. Probably because we're not kids anymore. <laughs> I don't know why that explains it, but it does, right? <laughs> I mean, it kind of does. It's like, yeah, buy your own damn presents. <laughs> You've been income. It's time for you to buy me a present. Half the um, presents I get are money, so it's like, okay, I guess it's kind of a present, but it's not like a gift. <laughs> yeah, man. I used to like be able to budget for like presents I would get. My family was so unimaginative. Like I would just get checks from Uncle This mm -hmm. and Uncle That and Aunt This and Aunt That. And it would be like, Oh, okay, this is uh this is gonna be for rent and <laughs> Wow, yeah. Utilities. Yeah. What what a fun way to spend gift money. Right. <laughs> this is for right. living. Exactly. This is for surviving. <laughs> yeah, right. I I, I, I um, wanted to I I wanted to mention something funny about this movie because do you, do you know what this movie is rated? Uh no I don't. I'm gonna guess it's R. Yeah, but pretty much just for one scene. Yeah, Steve Martin drops like fucking 35 fucking bombs. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like the most performative fuck ever. I want a fucking car, and I want you to take that fucking smile off your fucking face. Yeah, it just goes on forever. Right. <laughs> I read a review where the guy was like, I just watched this with my, I don't know, five-year-old son and i forgot about that scene where steve martin drops however many fucks yeah because it's weird because otherwise it's like kind of a family movie it is it is it's kind of a it's a, it's a weird decision they made yeah and and i think i think in this day and age i don't think that like that really like holds up comedically or anything do you no i mean i wasn't i feel like um it seemed like it was kind of obsessed with the with the fuck. Oh, we, oh it seems like it was. Okay, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like that was somehow the point, the funny. It was. It was. Well, you know, because this was, it was like to like shock and like make Midwesterners tittle. <laughs> really? I mean, I, that's how I kind of see it. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, oh, oh, it keeps going. Oh, he must be really mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, the big punchline is hers, like coming back with her retort. Oh, right, you're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> I thought actually when he was doing his like his angry, profanity laden tirade, tirade. T Tirad? No, why, why can't I think of the word? <laughs> Tirad. I like Tirad. How did you come up with Tirad? Tiradosaurus Rex. <laughs> tirade. Of course it's Tirade. But yeah, when he was doing right. that, I was kind of like, oh, I, I know people that just talk like this. Yeah, right. Right. That's just how you fucking talk. Yeah. So many people are like, oh, yeah, then I went to this fucking guy and, you know, he was like, hey, you got this fucking thing over here, but uh, we can't fucking do it if you don't know how to fucking do it. And then so the right. next fucking day... I just, oh man, what, 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 what? It's just flavoring. You know, it's not for... flavoring anymore, though. It just becomes like, oh, you just dumped a bunch of like peas into your soup. <laughs> Why'd you do that? That doesn't oh, help wait, anything. Peas bad in a soup? I don't know. They're not, not going to help yeah. anything, are they? I, I don't know. They're, 
they've got fiber. Yeah, and, okay, uh, okay. Uh, I think teens have like less <laughs> fiber than you might think. Okay. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I want to say this is certainly a movie that uh, it couldn't really happen without a bunch of like illogical moves one after the other. Okay. Tell me some illogical moves. Well, well, the one the one I was thinking of that really, really kind of like was the most illogical mm-hmm. was when Steve Martin's in the car and he's like, I'm going to put my wallet in the glove compartment. Oh, what was that all about? It like served some kind of plot function, but I missed it. Well, yeah, the plot function was that he no longer has a wallet. Because, oh, yeah. right, because it got charred. Yeah, yeah, but already you're like, no, man, like, okay, it's a little bit uncomfortable to have your wallet in your pocket, I guess, but put it in your front pocket or put it in your bag. Don't put right. it in the car. In You've a- already had, like, a... Uh, f- uh, I almost said a fortnight. That's not the right word. <laughs> but <you know. laughs> two days, I guess. <laughs> two, two days of misfortune. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This movie was originally like four and a half hours long, or something like that. What? I think it's an exaggeration, but it is it like famously cut down what? a ton. Yeah, yeah. It's like a super long movie. It, like Steve Martin originally read the script. There was 145 pages. He was like, uh, "Okay, what do you plan on cutting out here?" And the director was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah 145 pages that's yeah that's way more than what we saw <laughs> way more like than what we and, saw yeah yeah and it i it didn't feel short no it didn't necessarily feel long but didn't feel short either no it felt like an it was like an hour and a half hour 40 minutes which is you know i personally think a movie shouldn't really be over that unless it really agreed i think i think they should have to like pass a test to like prove that they can like do that and then it should be an hour (laughs) two hours and 10 minutes at the very most anything more than that and then you get a big fine (laughs) and you're not allowed to make movies anymore right (laughs) you should be paid to watch it like (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they should, exactly. Well, we have to charge people to watch this now. You should have listened to us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to cost you 18 right. bucks every time someone watches this. You should probably just hide it away in a vault. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind, of, it's kind of movie that like doesn't beckon you to pay much attention to it. Yeah, it's it felt very much like joke to joke to joke. Yeah, but it's not as episodic as like National Lampoons or anything like right, that. Right, right, absolutely, yeah. It still had like character, and that was the heart of it, it was like two characters. Right, and it did seem like things were connected at least with the misfortunes, like this mode of transportation would go wrong, then they would move on to the next one, which would go wrong. Yeah. Would, yeah. One thing I guess I faulted for is that like the plot was very much predictable like you knew okay this is going to be one of those uh trips that goes horribly wrong and you know everything is going to fail and there's going to be a train and there's going to be a plane and they're going to get old on the island I don't... <laughs> right right there you go <laughs> it did not deviate from that like one bit but you're right it was character based and uh and that sort of uh i think if you're not going to be plot based then you better be character based otherwise. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they were trying to get into into Chicago by the evening, by Thanksgiving. Well, they were trying to get their way before them, but then they're like, Oh, we're gonna make it just in time for Thanksgiving dinner. But then I was thinking like Thanksgiving is not really a dinner holiday. It's weird. It I should don't be really get it. it. No, it's weird. It should be. Yeah. It's yeah. like a two o'clock in the afternoon eating holiday. Right. And you don't eat lunch and yeah. then you eat at two o'clock three o'clock and then you don't get to eat dinner and you're just supposed to stuff yourself in the middle of the day I don't, yeah yeah 
No, it's very, very bad. It should be a dinner holiday. If anyone's not doing Thanksgiving as a dinner holiday, you need to like have a petition to your family or to your friends and just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have it as a dinner. What's why? Right. Why have it as a weird half lunch? Thanksgiving is over now. Start a petition now. Like send it to all your family members. Get their signature. Right, and everyone always talks about how like oh you get so sleepy. It's a tryptophan because of Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's the turkey. <laughs> no, you stuff yourself at two o'clock in the afternoon and you're probably drinking right. shit too. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and then it's like 3.30 in the afternoon and it's like getting dark soon. You're going to feel depressed and so you're going to feel kind of sleepy. I don't know. I Every time I eat, almost every time, I get sleepy, especially if I'm not active. Yeah, you definitely have said things before where you're like, well, we could record at that time, but um, that's that's after dinner. <laughs> like, okay, are you, are you a right. toddler? You need a, right. <laughs> a nap yeah. time after meals? Like, I didn't eat dinner, like, uh, before this. Like, I had some... Um, uh, God, what is it's a weird vegetable to eat. <laughs> That's why I wanted to mention it, but I can't remember the name. It's a weird vegetable to eat. What, what does it look like? It's like white and kind of the, the look of a potato. Like a daikon? Um, no. No. Like a like um, a taro? No, what are these? These aren't vegetables. What? <laughs> I mean, they, they are. I've never heard of them. Well, he says white and kind of <laughs> like a potato. Yeah, but... Um, it's not a potato, it's though. It's got red... In it too, like red and white. What? Um, turnip, turnip, like a big old turnip. Oh my god! Yeah, so daikon is a turnip. Daikon? <laughs> or no, that's sorry, it's a radish. It's a radish. You just had a big old turnip. Cooked turnip. You just cooked a turnip. Uh, my aunt. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, imagine like you're like a European <laughs> peasant right now, that <laughs> making stone soup. <laughs> Here, here's your cooked turnip. Now slice it thinly so everyone can have a little bit. It's a traditional, not dish, because you just fucking put it in water and cook it. Uh, But in Iran, in winter, in the winter, you eat turnips. Oh. I don't know, to warm up. Yeah, it sounds great, actually, yeah. With salt, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. and uh, she was like, here's your appetizer, and I'm going to... Microwave your dinner. I'm like, hold the dinner. I have a podcast. <laughs> hold, hold the dinner. I'll, I'll, I'll get sleepy. <laughs> I will. <laughs> well, I guess when I was mocking the turnip, I was definitely imagining some like Americans making that shit and like, all right, well, we just boil this thing and here you go. Soggy turnip time. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Soggy turnips are great. You, you know, before we like kind of end things, I just want to ask you, have you had any experiences riding first class in an airplane? Never. That's good, you bourgeois pig. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I, I've, had, I've had two actually. Really? Yeah. And both. You're calling me the bourgeois. Uh, Why well, no? Okay. That, I mean, I had to because then I had to like do an about face and like, well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but but both both of my times were like you know the most undeserved times to ride in first class. So oh. the first time, I just knew an acquaintance in China, and she her boyfriend worked for Delta. And then she somehow mentioned she could get like really cheap buddy passes, but you had to be on standby all the time. So it was kind of a risk. But then it was like a thousand bucks to fly first class. And I was like, well, I'll take that risk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like it was like the ticket could happen, but then it might also happen first class and you would have to pay a thousand bucks. No, the ticket is a thousand bucks no matter what. Uh And so the risk is you might, I mean, the number one risk is you might not be able to fly at all. You're on standby. So if the plane's overbooked, which planes are often overbooked, then, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just 
you know, you might not be able to get on a plane You're at all. Gonna, you also might have the risk of not actually getting in first class, although almost always you are in first class for some reason, at least internationally. Okay. Domestic's okay. not guaranteed, and I think domestic I was flying coach, but then internationally I was flying first class, which is all I cared about. Yeah, man. For how long of a flight was it? Oh, to back and forth and shit. That's like 11 hours, man. Oh my god, you lived it up then. Uh, yeah, I drank all the things. I like took a picture of the nice. menu. I like got the food and I ate the food. I was menu. like, oh, you know what, man? This Holy is, shit. I mean, the food is still not good on first class. Let's, let's be real here. <laughs> it's still, it's still airplane okay, food. Anyone that tells you like, oh, it's so good. Delect no, it's not. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's better than like dog food that you get the rest of the passengers. Oh, but <laughs> What airline? That was Delta. So, I mean, I think there are certainly oh, wow. airlines where like you do get kind of. <laughs> this is better than dog food. <laughs> like your review of Delta food, okay. <laughs> Sounds so snobby. I know, Mr. Neil Page over here. Yeah. Flying first class. <laughs> flying first class. <laughs> totally undeserve it again. <laughs> not not because I've earned anything. Yeah. Twice in my I life. I don't know if you ever like earn first class. No, it's no, no, just, you don't. It's like one of the only places in society where like people are <laughs> treated in different classes. Oh, and they're treated know? way differently too. Because that's one thing you notice yeah. is like they like know your name and shit right away, and like I'm like you, you know what? this is like a fake ticket I got, and they're like, "Hello, Mr. Rochester, more champagne." Like, what? Yeah, and then I'm like, uh, "What's his face from Succession?" I'm like, "Yep, just leave the bottle here." <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. My parents got somehow bumped to first class once, and they talked about it for years. How awesome it <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, man. Yeah, if you're always flying coach all the time, like, yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like seeing a glimpse of heaven. <laughs> I guess so. Except for it's not. I mean, you're still, in a, you're still in a flight, and it sucks. But, you know, it's it's definitely, you know, you have, like, kind of a beddish thing. It's more like a coffin, but, you know, there's, right. like, a thing you can kind of lay down in. <laughs> right. Whereas in coach, you know, I can't even, like, move my elbows anymore on couch. The, I like. <laughs> Planes just shrunk. Yeah, and you're always aware of your knees and your feet because there's just so little room. Oh, it's man, horrible. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of the last times I flew a coach, too, like the guy sitting in the middle, like whenever he lifted, whenever he got something out of his bag, he like always just had to put his elbow <laughs> all the way up. I was like, dude, there's a different way to reach into things. You don't have to like, you're not a chicken. You don't have to like fly anywhere. It's not a wing you need to flap. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I didn't even have to use this line from the movie. Everything is not an anecdote, Jeff. Oh. <laughs> were, were you planning on that? Yes. Right. I was saving it. Maybe I would, I would get to use it. You have to discriminate. Oh, no. Do, do I just have a bunch of boring anecdotes? Do I, do I need to just... Do I need to discriminate? No, you didn't. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there now, out of context. Um, But you know, that is a very Midwestern thing to just have, like... Everything be an anecdote, and there's never a point. Really? Yeah. Well, that just frees up a whole bunch of shit I could talk about. Well, it's not a good thing. I mean, yeah, it's, it's you know, Neil is kind of right on this one. Okay. <laughs> frees up a bunch. Of... <laughs> you got to make sure you mention a bunch of people that I have no idea who you're talking about. And then you're really cooking. <laughs> right, right. Like I hate that when people are like, "Yeah, Nancy was talking to." Uh, Jocelyn over there, and uh, she said, I'm like, who the fuck is Nancy? I know, and when I did ask, it's like, oh, this person that you would have no idea how you would ever know them. Yeah, there's no connection whatsoever. <laughs> right. There's no way you ever exactly. would have met them or heard about them before this. Right, right. Okay, I guess yeah. Yeah, there's no, no reason to <laughs> expand upon that. <laughs> right. Uh, well, we we passed the mark, but um, what would you give this movie? 
I uh, settled on three and a half stars. Mm. I uh, was entertained, but coming from the perspective of not really being fond of Thanksgiving or just <laughs> Thanksgiving not necessarily being a holiday in my mind that I associate with family or positive things, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I got to leave that to the side. And so if you take the holiday cheer away from it, it's got a very predictable plot. And one of the main characters isn't that likable. And you're left with John Candy, which is pretty amazing and a lot of fun. Yeah. But it's still kind of predictable and it doesn't do much more than it sets out to do, which is cheerful and fun, but still no more than three and a half stars worth of uh, cheerful and fun. Three and a half stars is pretty good for this movie. You think so? Yeah. Okay, you would give it less. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will give it less. Not not a whole lot less. I'll give it three, I think. Okay. Just because of all those same reasons, but just... Uh, I guess this is kind of movie is not like a kind of movie that I really necessarily enjoy, but then there is a lot of enjoyment I get out of like out of their dynamic, their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It works. It's good. I mean, it seems, like it's, it seems like a movie that's just made to be a three. Yeah, I agree. Because it can be, I mean, it could be a two and a half, but that's, you know, I think it need, I think you can be a little bit more generous with it, but then. Yeah, right. I think it's it's too hateful. Couldn't be a four, I could imagine. No. I mean, I I can imagine that, and, uh, but I'm not, I'm not that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not this person. Oh, we even talked about the director, but do you know who directed this? I don't. John Hughes, does that ring a bell? Uh, it sounds familiar. Yeah, he did lots of shit in the eighties. He wrote he wrote Adventures in Babysitting, which is kind of similar oh. in some ways. You know, I another misadventure movie. movie. Yeah, and you love it. I think you also gave it a three or something like that too, oh. right? <laughs> I, don't I mean, know. maybe not, but <laughs> but I really like it in retrospect. Like yeah, and then he also directed Home Alone, which is kind oh, of similar wow. too. I guess they all involve trips. Yeah, and like holidays and like yeah, this weird yeah, kind of okay. like family nostalgia, but then the family's kind of bad and nasty and like just too too rich for their own good. Well, I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving if you celebrated. And um, yeah, that's what we got for you as far as the show goes. <laughs> <laughs> Worked right? Did it not work? I think so. I think okay. So, yeah. <laughs> you just made it sound like, well, here's a pile of poop that we just served you. <laughs> it's kind of like turkey. You guys are eating turkey anyway, so you don't have any taste. Yeah, right, you'll exactly. like this. Right. <laughs> this is more flavorful than turkey. Yeah, remember, remember, you can just say no to turkey. That's right. And well, it's too late now, but uh, for next Oh, yeah, year. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're on Tuesday drops, by the way. Oh, I really forgot to say that. But yeah, if you listen yeah. this far, which you no, we probably haven't because this wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> oh man, I am the worst closer ever. Okay, anyway, in two more weeks we're gonna watch something that he's requested as an art movie. Am I going to surprise him with something artistic, or am I going to throw in a real <laughs> clunker just to take him for a ride? Tune Why in am to I see. This again? Yeah, <laughs> you wanted art. This is this is technically art. Okay. Uh, so thank you to everyone who listened. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. See you in two weeks. Bye.